You are listening to the Hodges Huddle, where we discuss all things happening in the wide world of sports. Here is your KLSU sports team. Welcome into the Hodges Huddle. I'm your host, Andre Champagne, and today I'm joined here by, by Patricia Caputo. Patricia, how are you doing today? I'm doing good. How are you, Andre? Doing well. Doing well. Um, so first off, we're going to talk about men's basketball, and we know they've been having their struggles. Um, mm-hmm. They were defeated Saturday uh, by the South Carolina Gamecocks by a score of 77-75. to We had a bunch of issues. What did you see? I, I saw a struggle the whole time, and then I saw Darius Days take a three with 15.2 seconds left, which I feel like we have to talk about. <laughs> yeah, uh, that last possession that we had was mind-boggling. Yeah. Why would you put Darius Days, who has pretty much been struggling? Like, yeah, he had, I think he had, what, 18, 18 points? points yeah. But he's not a corner three guy. Mm-hmm. And he's, I like, more of a top-of-the-key right. guy. Right, and yeah. I, I don't know if anyone on this team – is a three-point shooter. We've seen it all season. We're like, Tari okay, maybe, maybe Brandon Murray, yeah. maybe Tari. You, you want to get the ball to Tari Eason or Xavier yeah. Pinson, and that didn't happen. And I feel like we talked about it a little bit on the Sunday show, Tyler and I, and why did Darius do that? Is it that he can't trust his teammate? Is he trying to be a hero? And we both well, agreed that. I, I think d- it was drawn up that way. You think? Because Tyler yeah. and I didn't think it was drawn I think it was up that drawn, way. I think it was literally drawn up like See, that. See, I thought it was he just was a mistake. Because he should have he should have drained it in all actuality. I just don't think that Will Wade would make that decision with a team that, as we said before, doesn't shoot threes regularly. Like it, That's not their strong suit. And they don't need that to win the game. They were I, down I by know, one. Yeah, they were down 76 to 75 at the time. So I don't know why you go for that play. I would hope that it was not drawn up that way. I agree. Um you know, I saw a lot of struggles. That was one of them. Uh, offensive, we had two, I think, two double-digit leads, one in the mm-hmm. first half yep. and one time in the second half. I believe you were up by 14 and 11, and, yeah, if I'm not like mistaken. 14 and 12 or okay. 11, yeah. yeah. And, like, how do you just lose that? You know, you could, you stay fouling mm-hmm. these teams when you don't need to do that. Yep. You let um, – what was that guy's name? Uh Kuznard yes. scored 33 points. I've never heard of this guy. That was guy, his career high. Yes, I've never heard of this guy. Mm-hmm. But LSU's defense is considered elite yeah. in, in quotation marks. Let me uh, it, let. It is because on the road, you see a team that's broken. And then you come yes. back home, you're like, this team is perfect. This, this team could go right. all the way and shock the world. And then they've won one, two true road games this year against yep. Florida and Texas A&M. That's exactly right. <laughs> and. Both of those are not what very hostile environment. No, right. So it's 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 hard to watch right now. This LSU basketball team, personally, I think their defense is the biggest issue right now because you can win a game with seventy five points. You really can. I think it's who's scoring the points. If you look at the statistics, I believe Tari Eason had twenty one points, and then Darius Days had eighteen. And then your bench production, yeah, you have Tari, right? But besides from it. that, that's it Th- because. Eric Gaines, he he's more of a guy that'll get you, you know productive minutes. You really need to see more from him. Right, he he played twenty three minutes and had four points. Justice Williams is just a body at this point. Yeah, um, I th- I think he's just too young. Yeah, and, and he came in late. It, it's it's a struggle. And you know, Pinson shot two for ten. You gotta have Pinson to shoot better. I totally that, that's agree. That's your best player mm-hmm. on the court. I so. know I know he's not a hundred percent, but 
as you said, that's your best player. He's got to be more productive, and he's got to be a leader to this team and yep. score points. That comes with being a leader. Yeah, I agree. Um, so they play Kentucky on Wednesday night. Do you think they even have a shot? No, I, I don't think you can walk out of there with a win in Rep Arena. Yep. It's a late game. You're on the road. After you beat this team earlier in the season, somehow. Yeah, so. and, you know, that was when we were on fire. We were at home. You know we struggle on the road. I'm just hoping that we can keep it close. True. Yeah, I, I agree. Uh, I don't think we have even the farthest shot here. Uh, this LSU mm-hmm. basketball team is going to get dominated by Oscar Shibwe. Mm-hmm. He's probably going to ha- have something around like 20 rebounds on us, if <laughs> I had to guess. I really don't know how That's we did a great job of containing him in the first game. But with Ty Ty Washington, I mm-hmm. think, coming back, and Zach Wheeler. Uh, not Zach. Is it Zach Wheeler? I think mm-hmm. it is. But I don't I don't see LSU even close in yeah. this game. I mean, it's helpful just to have some film on them, knowing you played them earlier yep. in the season. But I feel like this LSU team is so different than what they were when they played Kentucky a few months yeah. ago. And they, they just can't win on the road. Exactly. We've, we've seen this way too many times. And if you can't win on the road against, like, Vanderbilt, mm-hmm. like, really? Yep. Vanderbilt and South Carolina? Yep. There's no way that you're going to beat a Kentucky team. Yeah, I totally agree and, with and you. And I, I really hope they prove me wrong here. Me too. I hope they do yeah. too. And, you know, I think it would be a season changer if you're able to beat Kentucky just for the momentum aspect yes, of it. Yes, for sure. I mean, that's that would probably be a difference in a 7-8 seed right yeah. there. That's mm-hmm. That game itself has huge implications for just us being able to – you know, have that lower seed. Right, because you know. it doesn't get much easier from here on out. No, you play you Missouri, which at home, so you should win that one. Yeah. Then you Arkansas. play Arkansas, who you lost to Red already. Red hot right now, by yep. the way. And then you play Alabama, yep. who's ranked 24th in the AP polls right now. At home, but they're still – they might be a better team right now. I think they are a better team. Mm-hmm. And Nate, o- Nate Oates owns Will Wade, unfortunately. <laughs> so um, we're going to move on to uh, a positive side of uh, LSU sports this weekend. LSU baseball went 3-0 and on the weekend, breaking a school record of 51 runs mm-hmm. scored in the first weekend of baseball play. Patricia, what did you see from this offense? Ooh, I saw a lot. I just saw a, amazing batting averages. If you look at the statistics, they just they blow you away. And I saw a team that could win games just off their offense. Right, and the biggest question of this, you know, season going into it was pitching, right? Mm-hmm. And then you have Blake Money coming yeah. in on Friday night, absolutely shutting down this main mm-hmm. offense. Uh, I think he went, um, he went seven innings pitched or something yep. like that, and he faced twenty-four batters and struck out ten. Yeah, that's that's ridiculous. And you think about that. That's not a guy we had on our radar last week in the podcast. No, we didn't even we, mention his we name. We really didn't. And, um, you know, I, I saw that he had, you know, a lot more play time in uh, spring and stuff. Right, yeah. But I was kind of worried. I didn't see him do too crazy. I guess mm-hmm. that's because our hitters are so good. Exactly. But, you know, iron sharpens iron. So yep. it's really of nice course. to see. But the hitting side, mm-hmm. I mean, we had – Cade Beloso get injured in pregame. I literally watched that happen. Really? I was like, you were at that game, right? Yeah, you worked I, it. Like, the press box was like, oh, my gosh, he just injured himself jumping in pregame. Is that what happened? He was yes, jumping? he and jumped, and he was, like, grabbing his hamstring uh, or that. knee, something like that, and he was just – he could not play. So, 
Then you put in Braden Jobert, the transfer from Delgado. Mm -hmm. The kid hits a three-run shot in his first career at bat at LSU. You know, you can't start off any better than that. He put the Tigers on the board. Yes. He put them up one nothing. We were struggling to hit at that point. Right, that was the fourth inning, I believe. Yeah, and we only had – we didn't have a hit until then. Wow. That's that's crazy to me. Um, You know, a lot more players, who did you think, you know, was was really – Great. I mean, we, we talked about it a little bit on the show on Sunday, but Jacob Berry, because that was a guy on Friday night. I was like, well, what is up with Jacob Berry? Maybe yeah. he was just more nerves. I was like, uh, he's kind of dude. Exactly. He was not doing well at all. And then Saturday, he just came in and had an amazing game. He had two home runs, mm-hmm. I think, Saturday. Um, and Mikael Hilliard did, he did well enough, you know, to win the game with this offense. But you're going to have to start seeing a lot more control from him on the pitching side uh, because you're not going to win games in the SEC if you're giving up five runs in, what, four innings or something like that? Yep, yeah, he gave up five runs in four innings and then was replaced by Javen Coleman. Yeah, that's our guy. Yeah, right? Listen to the podcast if you haven't yet. It was on last week. Yep. And I I thought it was a good decision to pull him because obviously we had to win the game, even though we know that we were probably going to win, but – you got to pull a guy, especially he's been here long enough. Jay Johnson said it after in the press conference that he's going to be back. This is no one-and-done deal. And it's not like he needed that confidence booster. If that was Blake Money out there, I would have said, all right, let's keep him in. Even if it's Javen, keep him right. in for a little bit. Hillard, he doesn't really need that, right? He knows the deal. He knows how right. it works. What did you think about uh, Jay Johnson's decision to take Gavin Duga out in his first two at-bats? On Friday night, he was replaced by, I want to say, uh, Gio uh, DiGiacomo. I think we just have so many great hitters. And yeah. Tyler was talking about it in the group chat with us, is that it's it's unfortunate that there's only nine spots, right, in that yes, lineup. that's so true. And we have, as I said, so many great hitters that it's like that, that doesn't even hurt us. Right now, DiGiacomo's batting average is at 500, right? right so yeah. you, can, you can't be mad. He all weekend, but he's yeah. played, I think, two out of three games. But – that, that just really does talk about, you know, the depth. Uh, Brain Joe Bear mm-hmm. said that in post-press after yeah, the game. Right. He said the amount of guys that can really just replace, you know. Mm-hmm. He said that after Caboloso got hurt. But it's remarkable how deep we are, you know. And that's going to be a force to be reckoned with, you know, during the season and really deep in the season of course yeah because you look at Braden Joe Bear and you wouldn't even have known that a guy just got hurt two minutes ago I mean he thought he was going to be sitting on the bench for the game or at least for some of it and not starting and then two minutes before he had to start in the game what was that energy when you were there right uh so when he got hurt yes um people didn't really know what happened okay he just got pulled Mm -hmm. but in the press box they were like man like he just got hurt like what's going on I think people knew that Braden Jobert was that good, but, um, you know, a lot of people that didn't know his name and stuff, he right. really just went out there and proved himself. Oh, and he's really going to have to step up because he might yes. be out. Cade might be out for the I year. I think he is going to be out. He, That's so unfortunate. Yeah, That's that is, horrible. You know, he had locked that spot up, and so it, you hate to see that for guys like that, you know, mm-hmm. who struggled last year, competed in fall and spring, won the job fair and yep. square, and then he gets hurt like that. And that's why I have so much respect for Jay Johnson, even though he's only been here for not even a year yet, just because it's earned, it's not given. And, I mean, you look at Jacob Berry. Last week in the podcast, we're saying he's going to start at third base. He's our third baseman. And then Friday comes, he's in right right field. field. And we're like, wait, what is going on? 
But they, like that, like you said, Jack Merrifield, yep. he actually, the baker. The baker, <laughs> the baker uh, he does. He performed so well this weekend. Mm-hmm. I think he had like four or five RBIs this weekend or something like that. And he probably went home, made cookies after. Yeah, probably so. Baked some cupcakes or something. Yes. Yeah, he loves to bake. He it's amazing. He's um, pretty good at it, too. Uh, yeah, he, he has two really good uh, hobbies. But you also had guys like Cruz. Cruz did very well. We didn't mm-hmm. see a Cruz home run this weekend like we, we wanted to. Maybe tomorrow but, uh, on Wednesday. really hope he's due for tomorrow because we're going to need that hitting tomorrow. Louisiana Tech is right. a great team. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, we also have uh, the catcher situation. Mm-hmm. So from what I've seen this weekend, Malazzo still really struggling at the plate. McManus did better at the plate, we could say. But he had his defensive struggles. You know, he had right. a pass ball. I think, um, you know, his his defense is mm-hmm. is a question, but it's something you can deal with. I feel like with the bat. So, what do you think about that? I think I'm gonna put my trust in Jay Johnson. Right? We look right. at this. We saw Jacob Berry. We see what happened with Braden Joe Barron. It's just I already I have faith that Jay Johnson is gonna go out there and say, okay. He earned the spot. Let's try it with him. And if, if things go south, he's going to fix it. They're going to find ways to make it better. And finally, um, Kay Doty was named SEC Player mm-hmm. of the Week. Two home runs. Listen to this. 12 RBIs on the wow. weekend. That is insane. Awesome. That is insane. Uh, and he batted 571, and he scored seven of our runs wow that's that's pretty amazing awesome and he you really could have had him or Braden joe in my opinion because joe yeah. bear hit what two home runs too yeah i believe so yep yeah so it's that's that's how great this offense is i'm so exactly. excited you know like i would watch the game and i'd be like uh you know i, I might need to take a break you know go go walk around for a second you mm-hmm. know but then i was like man, this guy's up to hit, or this guy's exactly. up to hit. You don't want to take a They're break. They're exciting to watch. Exactly. I was watching at the women's basketball game, obviously, flipping back and forth. Right. Just, you know, through the timeouts for the women's basketball game, and all of a sudden them we're up to, what was it, 21-6 we were it up? It was 20 to 1. 20 to 1, yeah. And I was like, oh, my goodness. And then yeah. they got up. And they then we put every rounds. substitution in, and, oh, <laughs> man, they they kind of struggle, but uh, it's me- it's the first weekend. True. And that's something that we have to keep our heads on straight because you look at the basketball team that we just talked about. Yep. They kind of got into that mode of, oh, look how good we are. We're playing all these teams, but they weren't SEC yeah, right. play. Maine is not a good team. We that's can, we can agree on that. But from them going from hitting to 90, 90 plus, they went to hitting from like 80, 85, 86 fastball. Mm-hmm. Like that's, that's, exactly. that's a big difference. You know, uh, coming from I used to play and that – it's yeah. It's crazy how much you need to adjust to that kind of stuff. Of course. So, uh, and finally, the top, the best topic of the day. We're going <laughs> to talk about the women's basketball team's recent success. Um, I know Patricia, you worked the game yes. on Sunday. It was a like a great turnout at the great. PMAC. Uh, probably the best one this season besides South Carolina. Mm-hmm. But um, what did you see? Because I wasn't able to watch much of it. It was a shootout for a while, right? They kept, I mean, till the end of the game, they kept it so close with Florida. And this was expected, though. They beat us nearly a month ago by a point. That was a you know disappointing loss. And now they come in, and I believe they were ranked number 17th at the time we played them this weekend. And... Just to come in and to beat them like we did, it was phenomenal. And the fans were insane. 
I, the players always talk about that as the press conference, and I feel like as a freshman I'm spoiled because I've never been to the PMAC when nobody shows up. Right. But that's what they talk about. You'll hear in an interview that we're having in just a few minutes on the podcast about the fans and the excitement right. that they bring not only in the PMAC but for the players. Yes, and uh, that was a g- big game for uh, Hannah Gusters, mm-hmm. right? Uh, she had to step up. Huge because I think uh, didn't Faustine get into foul trouble? Yes, she did. She did, yeah. Um, and then you have the guard play. We can talk about this for a little bit. You have the guard play of Alexis Morris, Jalen Cherry, and Kayla Pointer. Mm-hmm. Those three combined is like if one of those has a bad night, two of those are going to pick up the slack, and it's it's awesome it, because it, it's that's amazing. such a huge advantage to have. Because Tyler and I talked about this on Sunday, saying, "Wow." You look at Kayla Pointer and Alexis Morris, they score the majority of these teams' points. And then you go to the game versus Florida, and Kayla Pointer had seven points. Right. She had probably the worst game of the season yet. And I think Florida made that a point because in the last game where they played each other, Kayla Pointer had 35 points. And the next leading scorer was Alexis Morris and Ryan Payne, who had eight points. She won that, or nearly, almost won that game single-handedly for LSU. She carried. And now they come in. I mean, the coach didn't really say that they made it a point to stop her, but come on, <laughs> you, you, you're playing against a girl who scored 25, 35 points against you last time. Right. You obviously made it a they point to stop film. her. They did exactly. watch Exactly. They looked yeah. back. They said, saw what they did wrong. But you had Autumn Newby really step up. That's what I mean. And that's what but makes this team so good because when someone like a Kayla Pointer has a bad game, Alexis Moore steps up. Autumn Newby steps up. Even Hannah Gustard steps up, right? Even though she only right. played 13 minutes. Right, um, and so right now, this is kind of crazy to me, but the women stand at 16 in the net rankings. Mm-hmm. Uh, but what do you think they will? What kind of seed they'll get? You know, for the NCAA tournament. Uh, I'm not really sure, honestly. Do you I, I would say like a two or three seed. Two or three, probably. Uh, I mean, who do you know who their remaining? schedule yes one second i would like to see two but also i just feel like we've been underrated this whole season yeah i agree so that's why i'm not see the lsu men's basketball is somehow still ranked that, 16 and then yeah that, but we'll end up like at eight and nine season. and we so, were, we were underdogs there too yes and obviously if you look the way we play i don't think we deserve a great seed for for no, men's I, basketball yeah, women's we should be that two seed right Right, but I mean, we the only SEC we've lost three SEC games this season, and one of those were from South Carolina. Right, and you literally had the lead in that game. Mm-hmm. You were leading by I think twelve yeah. that game, yeah, or something like that. So we we definitely kept it close with them. It's not like we yeah, suffered a horrible loss. Yes, exactly, they are a beatable team. Um, we play Alabama Thursday, which should be at win. home, and then Tennessee, right? Tennessee, who sits at sixteen in the AP polls. Right. See, they are a very good team. Mm-hmm. Um, they played. They played South Carolina Sunday, I think. It was a yes. go- it was a good game. They did. But South Carolina, I think, mm-hmm. held the lead like they the did. whole night. Yep. So that just goes into how dominant that South yeah. Carolina South team South Carolina is won 67-53. Yep. See, that's, what, 14 points? Mm-hmm. And o- obviously they're a hard team to beat, no doubt. But the way LSU played them last time, it's exciting to watch because you know that you go back, you look at the film, you do what Florida did, right? right. Even though they lost to us, you know what you did wrong. And you can fix it. Yep. And we didn't. 
you know, we did not play defense that great that first Florida game. Mm-hmm. And it was a low-scoring game, right? It was 73-72. Uh, but you look – Going into half, it was like, what, 22 to 23? Yeah. And, and again, like you look at the points, Caleb Pointer, 35. Everyone else was in single digits. Yeah. So it's hard to win a game. And, again, on the – Even Jalen Cherry had her struggles um, yep. shooting-wise. Uh, I think she shot what? She played 24 two points and had two points. No, I'm saying this, this game. Oh, this right, right, game. right. Yeah, I think she had – she started off like – Yes, I think and she 1%. she also hit her head in the first quarter. Oh. So that was something I asked Kim Mulkey about, and she said she was fine. She was doing the gritty after the game oh and taking Lord. pictures. But that's definitely something that takes a toll on your body, especially yep. with all the minutes that these girls play. Yeah, I agree. Um, she still ended up playing, what, like 38, Yeah, she did. Minutes. She played the remainder of the game. Yeah, that's just crazy to me. Yep. So what do you think realistically – that um the remaining schedule you know do you think they go 2-0 and Alabama I think they'll definitely beat them at home they play Tennessee on the road and I just don't see them losing I just yeah, think that I, I would have to say the same right. they're so hot right now that it's like they're the team to beat like you know and after beating Florida I feel like that was one of their biggest challenges the momentum right switch. and that momentum and I asked him Moki what was the message before this game right and she said it wasn't trying to beat a team that you lost to but it was more that you have the chance to break the top 10, right? right? You have the chance to make this a memorable game. And that's what I love about her. It's not about the past. Yeah, they know that they yeah. lost by a point. They get that, okay? They've right. been watching film all week. That gives them more of a reason to want to Exactly. Do what can right. we do to fix it? Right. And then the SEC tournament is nearing, so. Right. They have two games left. Right. So that's going to be exciting to watch. Um, hopefully we can, you know win the SEC tournament. Hopefully. I'm not sure if it's in Nashville. I think it's in Nashville. I'm not quite sure. I think it is. But um, That would be exciting if we could do that, if we could pull that off. Yes, but uh, that'll be it from us this week. We have an interview with Jalen Cherry right after this. It's for now, this has been the Hodges Huddle for signing off. This is Andre Schaffine and Patricia Caputo. Right. <laughs> Welcome into the Hodges Huddle. I'm your host, Tyler Viso. Today I'm joined by Andre Champon, Patricia Caputo, and our very special guest, Ms. Jalen Cherry. Jalen, how you doing? I'm good. How are you? Awesome. Thank you for giving us some time to do the interview today. We're really excited to have you. And yeah, so we can start off with questions. Patricia, you got some questions? All right, sure. We'll jump right in. First off, I just want to talk about the minutes. Y'all play a lot of minutes. You've played 38 versus Kentucky, 40 versus Ole Miss, 39 in Georgia. How do you rehabilitate your body after playing for that long? Um, you know, I'm not really big on the ice bath because that's <laughs> I what I was gonna it. ask you yeah, about. I cannot do it. I can't do the cold. But uh, Normatec, honestly, and just stretching. We do yoga and stuff like that to uh, keep us stretched out, and honestly, just sleep. That's okay. that's the thing that I do I, I can't get in the cold so I can't do that gotcha mm-hmm. are you in pain after the game most sometimes gotcha but I mean when we get in the games adrenaline starts mm-hmm. running so you don't feel none of that you just mm-hmm. you just go and play all right uh Cherry what led you to the decision you know stay for a fifth year um it's close to home and the past four years I haven't had the best season I feel like so uh, God gave me an opportunity to come back and bless everybody with a COVID year. So why, why not take it? You know, you only get to do college one time in your life or college basketball mm-hmm. one time in your life. And it gave me an extra opportunity. And then Kim Mulkey came in. So it was like, 
to put two and two together, you got four. You know, it's just a perfect match. Yeah, so you came in for your fifth year, and Kim Mulkey came in. What was kind of the vibe for the team when she came? Because she was a big-time coach, and that was a huge get. What were your thoughts and some of the other upperclassmen thoughts after just landing a big-time coach like Kim Mulkey? We did not think we was going to get her. You know, we seen, we heard all the rumors. We were like, nah, she's not leaving Baylor. Like, has she built that program over there, you know? Like, she's not leaving that. But, you know, she came, and it was surprising for all of us. You know, we saw we was all excited. You know, we got a Hall of Fame coach coming in. Um, her status is crazy. She's well known in the world. Everybody wants to play for her. And it was just, like I said, it was just another opportunity. And that's the way I looked at it, um, uh, which she has given me the most opportunities I've ever had at my LSU career. You know, like me shooting 20 shots a game is unheard of for me. Mm-hmm. But I'm doing it this year because she's allowing me to, to um, just flow in the offense. Yeah, just kind of going off of that, like, can you just explain, you know, how drastic the change, you know, in the program has been, you know, for the past few years to now, you know, because you've been around for it all pretty much. You've seen it all, you know, you've seen the, the nine win games, and now you all have 21 and counting. So can you just kind of talk about that? Uh, that's 21. That's big. You know, we, I've never been to 21 wins in my LSU career. And, you know, we have all the pieces. We got from – we got me, Lex, KP, you know, everybody's calling us the best trio, you know? So it's like we play so well with each other, and we, we got bigs, we got Foss coming in, we got uh, Autumn on the rebounds, the fans. Like, we ain't never had fans before. <laughs> you know? I, I haven't played in front of crowds at home. Like, we played – the biggest crowd I ever played in front of was Asia Wilson senior night my freshman year, and that's at mm-hmm. South Carolina. Like, this is – it's just amazing, like – the fans don't know how much energy that y'all give us. Like, we know it's so entertaining for y'all to watch us, but it's so much entertainment for us to look up in the stands and see it's packed out, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, that's big, and it gives us confidence because when we down, y'all y'all steady cheering, y'all bring us back up. So mm-hmm. that's probably the biggest thing is just the, the, the fans, honestly, and the amount of freedom that um, the guards have and, you know, what we can do. We really just out there playing street ball. Yeah, dude, we're happy to support y'all because, I mean, y'all have been winning so well. Y'all just been winning so much, and it's been awesome. What do you think is something that Kim Mulkey really helped in your game as you've transitioned for your fifth year? What did she really help you work on? Uh, my game hasn't changed, honestly. I've always been able to shoot the ball. The biggest thing for me was confidence. Um, mm-hmm. That's really it. You know, if I had confidence to all four – my last couple previous years probably would have got the same results, but my confidence this year has changed dr- dramatically. Like, I've been more confident in myself than I've ever been. Like, it's through the roof. I'm not scared to take a shot. You know, I'm an elevating guard, so coming off the screen, you can't you can't get to my shot, and I'm gonna shoot it every time, regardless if I miss it or not. You know, she tells me I don't care if you go 0 for 10, shoot it again. Regardless, shoot shoot the ball. That's what you can do. You're not just a defensive player. You can play offense too. You got some ice cold jumpers. Yeah. Them, that mid range game, that mid range game, <laughs> yeah. it's strong. That's, it's good. That's me, man. I love it. And I can do. It's just like I could do so much more. You know, like I can do what KP do. I can do what Legs do. But I just let them have it. They know what I can do because we play pickup. And you know, <laughs> <laughs> I get a little shifty in pickup. But, you know what I mean? In the games, I just keep it simple. A little one two dribble pull up and it works. It works. When it falls, know? it falls. No, I get it completely. Yeah. So That's I don't awesome. Try to overdo it. Like 
That's what I'm saying. Like in pickup, I go crazy. But like, you know. You know those nights though. Sometimes when Kayla or Alexis, they're not hitting shots, and all of a sudden you go, you never know. So with the, the the role that you three guards play is so impressive that one night one can be hot and the other two can be cold, and you can still go out and win. That's the thing about us. Is like that's what I'm saying. Like that's why I say I keep it simple because they can do all that. But once they once they not hitting, then I step up and I and I play that role that I need to play. But yeah, man, long as they hitting, I'm gonna keep it simple the whole game. We good. <laughs> Is that what happened against Georgia when you got 18 points, six rebounds? You just had to step up to the plate, I don't or was think it so? Because we all, they all, we all. Right. Had, well, they had 20, uh, 26. I was just hitting. Okay. I was gotcha. just shooting, it. <laughs> and they was falling. So right. <laughs> that's yeah. all it was. I was just shooting it. it come off the screen, they're not guarding me, or they sagging off. Yep. I'm elevating your face. Right. And all my points came off jump shots. Right. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. yeah. I, don't, I don't even know if uh, Afu, like, I don't know if she scored that game, too. That, I think uh, the I the know. guards combined yeah. for, uh, I think, 62 out of that 73. Yeah. Like, yeah. that's yeah, that's really, ridiculous. We're, we're guard heavy because we all have the same game. Yeah. You know, not many girls can actually, like, have a pull-up jumper. Yep. And me and Lex got one. KP's been working on hers. Um, it's been a lot better this year. You know, yep. KP was honestly, um, she hates to pull up. I can really? put it out there. She loves. She likes <laughs> yeah. the three. She likes to get to the rim. It was no in between for her. Yep. But she's added that to her game, and Kim has helped her add it to her game. So now she's a three-level scorer. And yep. you know, you you just can't guard it. I guess that comes with confidence too. Yeah. She's helped all of y'all with mm-hmm. the confidence. You know, I guess that also comes with minutes and stuff, his experience. Yeah. Um, but I'm going to ask you, uh, you know, besides your offense, what do you think you bring to the team that helps you all win games? Because you're averaging almost two steals a game. I don't know if you know that. But no, that's, 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 pretty, that's pretty crazy stats. It's like, yeah. that's, that's ridiculous. Two steals a game is pretty great. Yeah, uh, defense. That's me. They asked me who to uh, – Coach came in uh, first meeting of whenever when she got here. She was like, "Who's the defensive stop?" I raised my hand. That's me. Like I love defense. I thrive off defense. I thrive off taking charges. Not many people know how to take charges the proper way because they get hurt. I know how to fall the proper way. Like defense is my thing. I like to get up in people. I'll guard you the whole court and not be tired. I'm playing 40 minutes and I'll guard you the whole court. I don't care. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's just me. I love defense. It's my my main thing. And. Going into this season, you have a new head coach. Did you think that you would be twenty-one and four? Um, it's kind of hard to answer, cause it's like I don't. I'm gonna say yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. The yeah. confidence. Yeah. Confidence. Yeah. Cool. confidence. I'm gonna say yeah. 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 Because we already knew what we could do. You know, not many people like the at the beginning. I think we was placed for eighth or some eighth or seventh to finish. But you know we got we got Kim Mulkey, but we mm-hmm. also we still have we're so older we're older than everybody. Yeah, we have five seniors or graduates in the starting lineup that's right. playing most of the minutes. So we know the game so well, we know the SEC so well that we've been playing against these people for five years. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's like you learn, you just learn the game, you keep learning the game, and. You know, we just be out there hooping, and it's yeah. <laughs> that's just be really out there all hooping. it is. Yeah. Like, it's really we just out there hooping. Yeah, this is my fun. last question for you, Cherry, but which game this year do you think was the craziest, you know, like atmosphere-wise maybe mm-hmm. or just, you know, craziest win or just craziest something like win. that? Oh, Missouri. That okay. overtime? That Missouri. overtime? Yeah, you played yeah. 45 minutes, I yeah. think, in that game. That was a crazy, yeah. crazy win. Um, 
just because we let them get back in. Autumn went out, and they got back in. Asia Blackwood started to go off a little bit. Uh, Hanson was going off. So, yeah, overtime kicked in. Yep. Tired. <laughs> yeah. But but we pushed through it. Uh, I had a good game. They could like I said, mid range. You can't you can't guard my mid range. Yeah. It's just it's not being cocky, it's being it's it's being confidence and it's and it's honest because not many guards can out jump me. Yeah. Like I can I could dunk a tennis ball. I could probably dunk a uh, volleyball if I even tried. But you know <laughs> Nice, <what> I mean? <laughs> dude, that's good. Yeah, so but um yeah, Missouri game it was tough just because just for the fact that autumn went out. You know, and then we went over overtime, and we had to play extra five minutes, and you know we had we was going back and forth, bucket for bucket, yeah, bucket for bucket down to the wire. But atmosphere was, even though it wasn't a win, South Carolina. Yeah, Yeah, I figured y'all showed up and showed out for that one. Yeah, yeah, that's that's what we're fighting for. What's been the mentality for? Mulkey with a whole with you know because you know you're pretty much you're in the realm to host right now and mm-hmm. I think y- y'all are on social media so you see the hype around this basketball team what's been the mindset that she's really told y'all for these kind of last couple mm-hmm. weeks going into SEC tournament play and March Madness um honestly it's just being dogs that's just that's really been the thing for our, throughout the whole season just be just be dogs on the court go after every 50-50 ball you know, mm-hmm. do do whatever you got to do to help this team get that dub, you know. Um, and, you know, she's turning it up on us. She was like, <laughs> all of us going to feel her wrath. Everybody, <laughs> everybody's going to feel her wrath. And that's just this is her way of motivating us to, you know, um, to keep fighting. You know, mm-hmm. we fighting for something bigger than everybody else. We fighting for something that we've never done before, you know. We right. fighting to make history here at LSU. Mm-hmm. And, um just take really just take everything one game at a time. Don't try to overlook nobody because any day or any game, uh, somebody can be, get beat in the SEC. So mm-hmm. just you know try to stay humble, level headed, but go be a dog. Right. Yeah. Moving on to off the court, you have an NIL deal with mm-hmm. GameCoin cryptocurrency, yeah. right? What positive effect has NIL deals have had on women's basketball? Um. I don't, I, it hasn't been big as I wanted to, just because we don't get women in general mm-hmm. don't get that much recognition right. as we should. Right. But um, the NIL, NIL deals are it's a big change in at, well right now it's a big change, and it's going to expand. It's not we're not going what well, the people here right now is not going to reap the benefits of it mm-hmm. just because it's new. But you know everybody else coming in, you know they're going to make a lot of money right. just because of. People want to, you know, they gonna mm-hmm. want to know those athletes and endorse those athletes. So it's been big, but I wish Kate would have came out with it sooner. Yeah, no kidding. <laughs> yeah. No I kidding. wish they would have signed that sooner. You know, we could have made a couple bands somewhere. <laughs> no doubt. But no, nah, it's it's a huge it's a huge thing, and you know, um, I'm glad I'm glad they finally did it because we we work like mm-hmm. this is this no is doubt. our yeah. job yep. you know yeah we deserve sure. to be to be rewarded for mm-hmm. what we do right. so yeah and do you think that in the future it will have it will bring more recognition to women women's sports in yeah. general oh women's sports is going up okay that's Good. just I, i'm seeing it this year women's Good. sports is just going up um more people are starting to support it like we have men supporting like, oh, let me go and watch these girls play. Like, you know, that's unheard, not unheard of, but it's not common. 
mm-hmm. you know, grown men coming to watch women play. But it's super important. Right. Yeah, you know what I mean? The whole basketball team that came and watched us play, like, that's just, it's just a different feeling. It's a different vibe. And that's how I know that women's basketball is going in the right direction. Yeah, just right. the overall support from everybody's been yes. drastic. I agree with you 100%. It's mm-hmm. been awesome to just see how, you know, winning kind of solves everything in those yeah. senses. But you win enough games and now you're packing the stands and now exactly. women's basketball is making a serious name for itself and it's only going to get better. Yep. Yeah, like I used to look up in the stands and we can count how many purple seats are empty and it was, I could find my mom in like 10 seconds. Now I'm looking in the stands, I'm like, where my mama at? <laughs> like, <laughs> I'm seeing so many, like it's just so many faces and just people and you know, everybody walking in called Cherry, Cherry, Cherry. You want to take pictures? Like it's cool, like I love it. Like that's just that's probably been the most um, exciting thing about this whole season. Like, cool, yeah, we winning, but you know the impact that I have on people and have on fans and uh, little girls running up to me, can I get your autograph? Can I can um, can we take a picture? Like that's big for me because I'm from Mississippi. Mm-hmm. I'm from a small town. I I never expected to be this. A lot of people told me I wouldn't be here because I had an attitude problem, but it really wasn't an attitude problem. I just like to play the game. I play the game passionate. So I'm mm-hmm. competitive, yeah. you know. So and I just I leave my, all my emotions on the court. I wear them on my sleeve. I have a broken heart on my sleeve because I wear my emotions on my sleeve. A lot so of don't a lot of people don't, right. yeah. yeah so so that is yeah, this is this is all I have. This is the reason for why I'm at LSU. This is the reason why I've went to college. Basketball has been my whole lifeline. Yeah, for a lot of people, you know, it's it's not just a game. And that's what mm-hmm. people say, you know, oh, it's just a game. No, yeah. it's not for these it's athletes. Not it's just a game. You know, this it's is their life. Like, yeah, it's, it's really brought me so many places. Like, I wouldn't be able to travel the world the way I've went. I mm-hmm. wouldn't have been to Italy, Bahamas, Puerto Rico. Wow. I wouldn't have been none of them. Right. I'm, <laughs> I'm just a kid. Like, I am from, I'm from the hood, you know. I grew up where violence is, you know. Waking up um, 4 in the morning, getting caught up. One of my childhood friends is dead, you know. Like, that's, that's where I grew up at. And for me to be here is big because I'm showing other kids from where I'm from, from the coast of Mississippi, that it's possible. You mm-hmm. know, it's not like we get overlooked a lot, yeah, but you go put your name out there, they're going to see you. Yep. So right. That's, yep. that's just. It's possible. Yeah. No doubt. And wh- what would you say are, are the team's goals and your personal goals for the rest of this season? When? <laughs> I love it. Hey, short, sweet, to the point. That's awesome. Win, win and have fun. We, you know, like I said, we're trying to make history. Yeah, we're you got to re- do something. We have the. We you got a revenge game uh, coming up on Sunday. You need to pack yes, the PMAC. We need that packed out. Yep, we revenge game. <laughs> Y'all owe them. Y'all yeah, owe them this one do. too. We owe them one. Um, they caught us after a bye week, and we was rusty, and you know they was hot. I yeah, you got it to them. They made they made their shots, but we we played so bad, we still lost by one. Yeah. You yep. get what I'm saying? Yeah. So we're home. We need a, the home crowd be packed out, and we're going to play mm-hmm. some basketball. Awesome. Yeah. We're excited. Love it. It's going to be awesome. Got a revenge game, and then hopefully go beyond that, and we'll see where yeah. this women's basketball team journey ends. Hopefully we hopefully get a national championship. Hey, you see the rafters and those teams with Simone mm-hmm. Augustus and Sylvia Flowers dominant. You got to make your mark that way. Yeah. So, hey. Yeah. We'll see what happens. Very That's excited. Good. Well, thank you so much. We really appreciate the interview. Mm-hmm.